Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Paul told us 
things. He said, look, it has always been my ambition to preach the gospel where Christ is not known so that I would not be building on someone else's foundation. And Paul says, it has always been my ambition to preach the gospel where Christ was not known, so that I would not be building on someone else's foundation. Working from our thing, make it your ambition. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we adore you. We magnify you and reverence you. We give you thanks, Father. We give you glory, your honor, and praise. You alone are worthy of all glory, of all the honor. We appreciate you, Father, for who you are, what you've done for us, done to us, done through us. All praise belongs to you, Lord. All praise belongs to you. Pray right now, Father. You will speak a word tonight. We we'll bless your people, four corners of the earth. It's not for one soul, Father, that you have this word for. May they be blessed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May they be edified. May they be uplifted. May souls be reconnected with you through and by a personal relationship. Let your perfect will be done in our midst tonight, and we will forever give your name to praise, glory, and honor. We and all of the blessings we ask in the mighty and the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Let the people of God say, Amen. Amen. We look at Romans 15, Paul deals with being a minister to the Gentiles, verses 14 on down through 22. Yeah, very important in your ministry to know who you've been called to and who you have. Just, just jot that down now so that you don't find yourself frustrated, you don't find yourself bitter, you don't find yourself unhappy with what God is giving you to do in the kingdom. Now, what God has in my spirit is uh, a house, a large house. Now you think about this house, this church. We have many things that we use. Chairs we use for sitting. Tables we use for, you know, putting items on. Bookcases we use for, for holding books. But in a house, you know, everything has it job or its position in the kingdom of God. Come on, somebody. Everyone has its what? Job or position. Paul knew early that he was a minister primarily to the Gentiles. In other words, primarily to those who were not Jews by nature. The only two types of people as far as lineage goes. There are Jews and there are Gentiles. If you are not a Jew, come on somebody, you're a Gentile. We are considered Gentiles. 
But the beautiful thing about Christianity, the beautiful thing about what Christ has done, is that he has made the way of salvation open to Gentiles as well as Jews. Paul says, now, therefore, I glory in Christ Jesus in my service to God. Now, if you're not glorying or you're not bringing praise to God in your service to God, something is wrong. In other words, there should be an excitement you have, you and I have, for doing what God has created us to do. I glory in Christ Jesus in my service to God. I pause that I look forward to it. I bring praise to God through my service to God. You and I should bring praise to God through our service to God. Paul says, I will not venture to speak of anything except Christ what has accomplished through me in leading the Gentiles to obey God by what I've said and done. Paul said, that, that, that's, that's what I'm all about. That's my ministry. Peter was sent primarily to the Jews. Paul was sent primarily to the Gentiles. They both understood their ministry. See, when you understand your ministry, you can quit being jealous of folks. When you understand your ministry, you, you can, you know, you can rest in what God has called you to do. You can rest in the congregation that God has given you, the uniqueness of it, because every one of our congregations is what? Unique. T.D. Jake's congregation is not quite like Creflo Dollar. And Creflo Dollar's congregation is not quite like, uh, uh, um, what's the gentleman out of Texas? No, no, uh, not Texas. Uh, I can't remember. But just remember that, that everybody's congregation makeup is different. So it's nobody trying to go out and pattern yourself like another T.D. Jakes, or patting yourself like another Crepto Doll, or patting yourself like another uh, the son, the son of the ministry, which is the largest congregation, according to son. What's his name? Uh, Osteen. Osteen. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Pastor Osteen. So don't need to pattern you trying to pattern yourself or your ministry after anybody, because God, just like you are an individual, your ministry is going to be an individual. It's going to be different from any other ministry that has ever existed. You know, and we've got to learn how to rest in the uniqueness, just like we've got to learn how to rest in our uniqueness as individuals. No, I, I ain't nobody. Ain't no other me. Ain't no other you. There has never been and there will never be another me. Some of the ones that sitting there saying, thank God. But there has never been and there has never been be another you. You are unique and you are eternal. I don't know why people don't, don't see themselves as, man, you got to see yourself as what's happening. See yourself as what's happening. Because God ain't made but one me. And regardless of what you can do, regardless of what you can't do, regardless of the gifts and talents. God ain't me for one me now. You've got to think like that. Or you start thinking that, oh, I ain't this, I ain't that, I ain't 
as smart as them, or ain't it as pretty as them, or ain't it gifted. Forget that nonsense. I am me. Put your hand on your chest, thank you. I am me. Thank God. I am me. I appreciate you. I praise you, Lord, for making me me. So Paul says, look, I understand what I'm called to do. I got to lead these Gentiles to obey God. Now Paul said, what I what I better do and what I better get busy doing, what? Is leading these come on, come on. Gentiles. I'm not, we're not worrying about Peter and, 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 and you know admiring Peter too much or uh you know leading the Jews to what I better do is get these men of these Gentiles into the kingdom as I can. That's the beauty in knowing what God has called you to do. See, when you know what God has called you to do, man, ain't no competition. The only thing I better make sure I do is what God has, what? Told me to do. I ain't got nothing to do with what, what, what you're doing over there, you know, other than how I can be a help. Because if you a brother in the faith, then somehow my vision is tied into yours. But I got to keep my eyes fixed on my vision and what God has sent me to do. Remember, Paul's first one of the first questions he asked the Lord was, what shall I do, Lord? This God ain't calling for a whole bunch of spectators. Children of God, you better get in the game. You better get off the bench and get in the game. I didn't even like being on the bench when I was a player. I wanted to be in the game. But God has called for you and me. What? Be in the game. Get in the game. We learn, we watch, we do a little bit of watch, even as a congregation member. I ain't just a spectator. Because God has given me instructions as a congregation member. Listen carefully. You know, I, I thank God for the saints here. You know, sometimes God make a mistake or say something, and you know that the saints are correct me. That's your responsibility. Sometimes I might say a book of the Bible that, that is not the book that I'm trying. I meant to say, oh, yeah, because I'm human. I, as, because we are human, we, we we make mistakes. Your responsibility is to be sitting there and be listening carefully and to to correct me. Because you got a right to sound doctrine, just like I got, just like you got a responsibility, right and responsibility to sound doctrine, just like I got a right and responsibility to preach. You all and and we as children of God, we don't have to follow anything that's wrong. Awesome. Let me help these Gentiles. What? Obey. God, by what I have said and what I've done, it says, by the power of signs and wonders through the Holy Spirit of God. By the power. Now, this is Paul said, this is how I'm to help convince these Gentiles that Jesus is who he says he is. That's this, this is it. God has given me signs, what? And wonders. Through the power of the Holy Spirit of God. So from Jerusalem all the way around to Illyricum, 
I have proclaimed the gospel Christ false, and I've been going with this gospel man. You know, I remember during this last hell challenge that I faced, I thought I was going to die. You know, I really thought I was dying. I was like, you know, I tried to talk to one of the things and tell them that, you know, I wasn't doing well and what came out of my mouth was, I was like, yeah, this thing said, what you said? And I turned away from him, just looked at the wall and just started thanking God. Lord, I thank you for the places you let me go. Thank you for the people and the things you let me see. Lord, I appreciate you. You know, forgive me over sin. Lord, you know the sin. You know the stuff I've done. I'm ready. Let me come see Jesus. See, our coming to meet Jesus should be an enjoyable experience. Let's say that again. Our coming to see Jesus. Our coming to see Jesus. Whether we're coming to see him in worship, whether we're coming to see him at the end of our lives, whether we're our coming to see Jesus, we shouldn't be we should be petrified. Why well, don't we petrified to go see our Father if we truly serve Him? Can you imagine your son in the natural being petrified to come see you as his dad? God said, "Don't be petrified to come see me. Live for me. Live, live in obedience. Try to do the things that are pleasing in my sight." So that when you come see me, it will be an enjoyable experience. Paul said it like this, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Something is wrong if we're still running around afraid, scared, scared to die. Something wrong. Something is very wrong. Somewhere we're not, we're not listening. We're not taking this thing seriously. We're not, if we're running around here still scared to die. me to be present in the body is to be absent from the Lord and to be absent from the body. In other words, when I get out of this body, then I'm going to be present with the Lord. Just, I'm just believing that. I just believe that as much as, as anything else God has said. As much as God saying that uh, uh, Jesus Christ rose from the dead on the third day. Ain't nobody can convince me that that's not true. He said, it has always been my ambition. Now, you got to understand that, because it hasn't always been Paul's ambition. Paul's saying, since I was born again, it has been my, what? Ambition. Because it was ambition earlier to destroy Christianity, to try to come against the church and to do as much as he could to oppose. But Paul's saying, look, since I've been born again, since I knew who Jesus was, since I really met Jesus Christ on the Damascus Road, Paul said, since I had that life-changing experience, it's always been my ambition to preach the gospel where Christ was not known. Paul said, I always wanted to get him to the places where folk didn't know about Christ. I always, since I, got, since I found out who he really was, See, if you have really found out who Christ is, if God has really introduced himself to you, you're going to have a burning desire 
to take him and to share him and to tell him to others. If he really has. Now, he hasn't introduced himself to you. You better pray. Lord, introduce yourself to me. But once it is, being on fire for God is not an option for a Christian. It's not an option. Because every true Christian is going to be on fire for God. You ain't got to have no whole lot of folks. You ain't got to have no whole lot of support. Folks ain't got to, you just going to be on fire. You're going to be, thank you, Holy Spirit. God said you're going to be like the bush burning in the wilderness. The bush was burning. Won't nobody coming and adding no fuel to it. Won't nobody coming and adding no gas to it. Won't nobody helping it to burn. It was just burning because it was burning with the fire of God. I want to encourage you, you need, if you're not burning with the fire of God, something's wrong. If you're not on fire for God, right by yourself, you ain't, ain't got to have 10, 15, 100 people, ain't got to have nobody. Just, I'm just going to, we need to just be on fire for God, right by ourselves, like the bush burning in the wilderness. Thank you, Holy Spirit. If not, something is wrong. Because your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. What's going on in you that you're not on fire for God? What's going on in you that you don't get excited when you think about the goodness of Jesus? What's wrong with you that you can't just bust out and start praising him? Something's very wrong. You better get it right before you stand before him. Paul says, always in my best is Christ. Preach the gospel of Christ was not known. So that I would not be building on someone else's foundation. Now, there's, you know, I, I used to experience this when I was coaching, building on someone's, someone else's foundation. When I coached my players for four years, I coached them for two years on junior varsity, then they came on up and they played varsity. I got moved up to varsity. They came on up with me. The second year we had our most successful season because I was building on what my foundation. Every year after that we started to decline. Or well, what was I having to do? I was having to build on somebody else's foundation. I understand very well what Paul is talking about. Even if he's building on his foundation, he knows what's there. You know what has been put there, and what what kind of because it was his foundation, he laid it. But when you're building on somebody else's foundation, things gonna be a little different. It's gonna be a little different. Verse twenty-four. For the rabbi, as it is written, those whom were not told about him. Will see. Those who have not heard will understand. That's why I often been hindered from coming to you. Father, that's why the adversary and his children try to stop me from coming to y'all. Because the adversary knows that some very, very good things are going to happen when I get to y'all. There's some dead blessings that are going to be let loose when I get to y'all. Make it your ambition. Make your ambition. 
Make, let your or make your ambition line up with God's ambition for you. And oh, what a beautiful, beautiful thing we have. When our ambition lines up with what? God's ambition. In other words, what we want to do real, real bad, it lined up with what God wants us to do real, real bad. Oh, man, that's a beautiful thing. That is a beautiful, what? Thing. So I encourage you, Paul, that it's always in my ambition to be to Christ where uh, Christ had not been known. Well, guess what? That was just in line with what God wanted him to do. See, it's a beautiful thing when we want to do what God wants us to do. That's when God can start opening doors and, and blessing us with all kinds of supernatural stuff and even blessing us in ways that people be like, Hi. I had a, uh, a gentleman I've been knowing about 40 years basically uh, the other day. He said, man, I have been wondering how in the world you be traveling them like you be traveling. Them. I said, well, I said, you know, you the one decided to go be a part of another ministry. I mean, that, that, that was your decision, you know. And, and what amazed me, this individual was in need the other day. My thing was, and now that I think about it, why don't you go to your pastor that you have decided to, that, that, you know, why are you coming back to me? In fact, that next time that, uh, if he asks me again, that's exactly what I'm going to say. But go to your pastor. Go to them that, that you have decided to uh, be a blessing to and to help their ministry. Go on and say, if you've chosen the right ministry, then go ahead and them. Sure, they can help you out with this little amount that, that you came to me with for the other day. How? So those that wonder how we be doing like we be doing with just a little few handful of folk, it's God. I can't take no credit. You can't take no credit. He can't. It's God. When God get in with us, how, how, how Peter and them going to explain where all this fish come from? How, how, what, what is that that Peter going to say when, when his partner's ask, man, how you get all of these fish? What is he going to say? God
doctors come running out the other day. Ah, uh, Pastor, how you walk in like this? And God, just get in the habit of just let me put it on God. You see something good? You see something praiseworthy? You wonder how God, God. God bless you, children of God. Evan, continue to smile on Turn it down, Paul. Saints, you can reach us through email at thechristiancenterchurch at gmail.com. Check out our website at https colon forward slash forward slash thadfg.wixsite.com forward slash tccww 
feel free to join us on TalkShoe, Spreecast, YouTube, and iTunes at 9 a.m. 6 p.m. daily. On TalkShoe, call 724-444-7444. Enter ID 17959. On Spreecast, type in Robert Bryan on YouTube and the Christian Center Church channel. You can see excerpts of Apostle Robert Bryan on YouTube. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on the church website or our TalkShoe homepage. God bless you and heaven smile on you. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 